Your womb is the creator's center. That's what makes you creators or gods. If you don't know who you are, you only produce and create in the realm of the natural. Spiritual awakening is learning how to create through your womb, birthing the things of God in blood covenant. You're born again with God's ability to create. It's not a mental creation. It's a spiritual creation. That's where we miss it. We think creating comes from here. Zero percent of it does. Zero. Don't give the flesh any credit. God is the creator, and God creates through your womb. How do you create life in the natural? You birth it through your womb. How do you create life in the spiritual? You birth it through your spiritual womb. Every man has a womb. If you only birth and create in the realm of the natural, you've never lived a spiritual life. You've never walked a divine life. Only in birthing from your spiritual stomach, in covenant with God the Father, will you ever know the ways of God. You are learning how to create heaven on earth. The covenant is not in the brain. The covenant is in the spirit. And the brain gets renewed as you birth from your womb. So let everything God the Father has prepared to come into the earth today be birthed through your spirit womb in the name of Jesus Christ. Let the faith and the love of Jesus Christ open your spirit to birth God the Father's power, God the Father's angels, God the Father's glory, God the Father's kingdom, God the Father's truth, and most importantly, it's all in God the Father's Son, Jesus Christ, in you. There is no mysticism. There is no prophecy except from the Father's throne. And you will only be accurate to the amount you birth it through your own womb. Scripture only says that day dawns from the womb. <laughs> the creator's center of your spirit simply agreeing with me and agreeing with the spirit of truth talking to you there's an activation of the Holy Spirit in your own womb to begin birthing the power of God the Father from your hearts we have the super 
human energy, which he so mightily enkindles and works within us. And at the point of being born again, you are made full of the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and have reached full spiritual stature. Colossians 2.10 And he is the head of all angelic power. <laughs> Do you know your head? The mystery is the head is in the spirit and the spirit is in the womb. Otherwise, it'll be external bewitchment, religion, and fallen angel activity 100% of the time. miracle sign appeared in heaven. I saw a woman clothed with the brilliance of the sun and the moon was under her feet. She was wearing on her head a victor's crown of 12 stars. She was pregnant. Come on. And was crying out in labor pain. Coming out of the natural into the fullness of God's spiritual is painful for everyone. It's literally the caterpillar becoming a butterfly. In the agony of giving birth, are you ready to leave the natural realm entirely and live in the glory realm on earth as it is in heaven? Let go. Consider this, another astonishing miracle sign appeared in heaven. I saw a huge fiery red dragon with ten horns and seven heads, each wearing a royal crown. He was wearing seven royal crowns. The dragon's massive tail swept across the sky and dragged away a third of the stars of heaven and cast them to the earth. And the dragon crouched before the woman who was about to give birth, poised to devour the baby the moment it was born. Isn't that what he does when you're born again? The dragon crouches as you're born again to devour you into religion. And that's why everyone goes to religion after they're born again, because Satan's waiting for you. <laughs> Most don't make it. Wow, we must become more spiritual in the glory in order to overcome the red dragon that devours us after we're born again. The woman fled into the wilderness where God had already prepared a safe place for her. And there they nourished her for 1,200 
and 60 days. Then a terrible war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the great dragon. The dragon and his angels fought back. But the dragon did not have the power to win. And they could not regain their place in heaven. So the great dragon was thrown down once and for all. He was the serpent, the ancient snake called the devil, and Satan, who deceives the whole earth. He was cast down into the earth, and his angels along with him. Then I heard a triumphant voice in heaven proclaiming, Now salvation and power are set in place, and the kingdom reign of our God and the ruling authority of his anointed one are established. For the accuser of our brothers and sisters who relentlessly accuse them day and night before our God has now been defeated, cast out once and for all. They conquered him completely through the blood of the Lamb and the powerful word of his testimony. They triumphed because they did not love and cling to their own lives, even when faced with death. So rejoice, you heavens, and every heavenly being. But woe to the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you with great fury, because he knows his time is short. Now when the dragon realized that he had been cast down to the earth, he set off in pursuit of the woman who had given birth to the man-child. But the two wings of the great eagle were given to the woman so that she could fly and escape into the wilderness to her own special place where she was nourished for a time and times and half a time away from the face of the dragon. Right where the Pharisees came 
to accuse those who are in the river. Let the river rise in your heart and through the center of your brain and wash away all the sand today. Let there be no banks to your overflow. Release the complete flood, I pray, through every one of these hearts today. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name. release his angels into every room of your soul where there has been serpents which are lies will now be angels which are truth you understand that God the Father has many rooms or realms in his soul and there's angels in every room and every door and every window ministering spirits ministering God's soul into your soul. The angels of his soul go into the serpents in your soul and destroy the serpents, which is destroy the lives. And then they place the same angels that are in God's soul in your soul. So the two become one angelically that all the angels of every realm and room of God the Father's soul possess every realm and room of your soul, and the two are one angelically. That's the new covenant. Amen. Each angel represents a truth of God the Father. Is it not written in Luke 17, 21 that the entirety of the kingdom of heaven is within you? That means all angel armies and the seven spirits before his throne, they come before his throne to cleanse your heart, to release all God the Father's throne room inside your very soul. Your heart will shine with God's kingdom. And when you speak, you'll release angel armies from your mouth. Temple of the Holy Spirit. You remember how the ark is inside the temple? And on top of the ark is the cherubim of the glory. Your body is the temple now. Where is the cherubim of the glory? In your womb. You are birthing angel armies through your spirit day and night. Once you understand the new covenant and the enemy will take flight and you'll never be tormented again. Release the cherubim of the ark 
into your hearts and cleanse your entire soul today. Your face is the extension of the mercy seat. Resting on the shoulder of the Lord Jesus was the very birds of God. Holy Spirit comes first, the dove, and then Jesus taught that your soul will be like a tree with many leaves and branches that all of the birds can come and rest in. What birds was he talking about? Of what kingdom dimension? He wasn't talking about hell's birds. <laughs> They're talking about heaven's birds. You have the angels in your branches, in your soul. How powerful is the new covenant when we get transfigured in the glory? I tell you the truth. You are being transformed into the same exact likeness and power as the Son of God, Jesus Christ, the captain of angel armies. By progressively receiving revelation truth. In each revelation truth from God is angelic power to light up your soul brighter. What does scripture say? And they shall shine ever brighter. Why ever brighter? Because more and more angels of God's brightness, the ministering spirits of the light of salvation, are finding their home in your soul, and the rooms of your soul are filled with angels, filled with truth. The bride is called an army waving banners in scripture. You are an army waving banners. Do you not know it's talking about angelic armies? How else are you going to eradicate the one-third that fell that are on the earth unless you bring all the two-thirds? You are birthing the two-thirds of the angels of the great I Am through your very spirit today. And they are trained for war to destroy all the power of the enemy. Jesus Christ said to his disciples, I have given you power over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means harm you. What is the power Jesus gives? Angel armies. What is the power of the enemy? Angel armies. Who wins? Prince Michael throws down Satan every time. You just have to be trained in the angel armies of the Lord Jesus, and then you have power over all of the power of the enemy. And this is exactly how it works. The days of just having one angel going inside church buildings are over. Now you are becoming the captain of angel armies. Elijah said to his servant Elijah, 
Father, open his eyes that he may see my angel armies. And Elijah's eyes were opened, and he saw 60,000 angels. Let our eyes be opened to see our angel armies. And then you'll speak the truth of the Father, and the angels will obey and execute the word in judgment upon every lie in every heart. Do it first in Red Letter Ministries, and then cleanse everything else. Amen. every day here sounds completely crazy to them because they're taught free freemason masonic jesuit catholic darkness false forms of christianity even in the charismatic church the level of bewitchment in the charismatic church is about the same as the catholic church i say that in perfect love because it's true and i've dealt with it every day for 15 years of full-time ministry there's almost no difference between people coming out of the charismatic church and the Catholic church. You're almost better off coming out of the Catholic church because then you realize you really don't know anything about God. When you're taught all this spiritual stuff about God, but it's all God outside minded, it's all witchcraft and pride. Knowledge puffs up, but the spirit gives life. You gotta return or repent to your own spirit and learn the plumbing of the new covenant temple of your body. These foundations of Christianity aren't even taught in churches. That's why we're so weak and pessimistic in the end times, trying to fight through political means to destroy fallen angel powers and never winning, stockpiling guns and ammunition instead of stockpiling treasures in jars of clay because we're not even taught real Christianity today. That's changing. Real Christianity, or becoming a Christian, a Christ one. Do you realize to be a Christian is to be a Christ one, an anointed one? Meaning you are just like God? It's calling you God. To be called a Christian is to be called God himself. Truth in him. There should be no separation. Anything that objects to that reality is Satan in you. There's no veil. It's just flesh with fallen angel influence denying spiritual reality. And revelation comes into your spirit and burns out the lies so that the flesh has no deception influence into the human spirit. 
and the human spirit is regenerated and built up angelically into the exact same likeness of God the Father. That's what makes you the sons of God. God is spirit. So are you. What is the son of God? One whose spirit is in full spiritual stature with dominion over their own brain. Transfigured by the renewal of the brain. Romans 12, 2. So only God the Father lives through you. And the flesh is burnt as a sacrifice, a living sacrifice. Holy and acceptable. The outer court has zero influence on the holy place. <laughs> the outer court brings no advice, influence whatsoever into the kingdom of heaven inside your womb. Can you imagine a people who have the outer government influencing the inner government? Greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. So the world has a government over the government of God never again. <laughs> what does it say in Revelation? And the throne of God is with men. Written 2,000 years ago, people. Where's the throne of God? In your womb. And the seven spirits of God are before the throne because the Holy Ghost got to sanctify your heart and mind because the Father only rises where the Spirit has sanctified. Mainly pride. Number one issue of Satan and his angels, pride. And there's nothing even close. Pride is the blindness of the fall, the blindness of religion, the self-righteousness of the fallen angels. The seven spirits of God are at war against our pride until our mind joins the seven spirits of God in agreement to fight pride. And then the Father can rise on His throne right through your heart. That's the morning star rising in you and your day will dawn. Day will dawn as you receive progressive Holy Spirit sanctification in your inner man. And your brain starts to glow. That's the white stone with the new name on it. Of the chief and cornerstone that the builders rejected. And you are the cap stone. Meaning, the renewal of your mind is the end of the deal for all humanity. That's why there's such a war in your brain, especially against the teachers that are teaching you how to renew the mind. Satan knows we're the capstone generation. That's why so few can make it through the angelic warfare. But there's a progressive sanctification in your mind, making it easier and easier the more people renew their minds together. There becomes a corporate power of the mind of Christ that can help weaker Christians and weaker believers, infants in Christ, come into the renewal of the mind and have less demonic influence so they can overcome in their brain and have their brain fully controlled by the Holy Spirit, Romans 8, which is peace with God.
Living in the city of peace, living with your mind controlled by the Holy Spirit is living in New Jerusalem. What is the New Jerusalem? Everyone whose brain is controlled by the Spirit of God the Father. Simple as that. Any brain controlled by any other million other spirit down here is not in heaven, is not at peace with God. So much spiritual warfare. So hard, so difficult. Not hard for the Holy Ghost. Can you give him your mind and not allow your mind to be controlled by any of the selfish temptations of the fallen angels, mainly religion? Religion's just practicing self-righteousness. It's practicing the pride of the fallen angels. It's practicing sorcery. It's the righteousness of man apart from Christ crucified. That's what sorcery is. Almost every church in the world teaches you sorcery. And the truth will set you free. You have one teacher. He is Christ, the river of life. The river of life can never be contained in a building. Your flesh is the building that contains it. And he is trying to break out of the box of your human flesh. That's the internal and eternal struggle. It's not even so much the enemy. It's you and God. You're wrestling God. You're not wrestling Satan. You're like Jacob wrestling God. You're wrestling the angel of the Lord. You're wrestling Jesus Christ, your high priest and apostle of faith. And you come with all the arguments of the natural realm of why it's so hard every day. And he will wrestle them out of you with his power stronger than your power. I have given you power over all the power of the enemy. What's the power of the enemy? Your own humanity. I have given you my divinity over the power of humanity. And you will rely on the spirit of Jesus to overcome your own human frailty. And the people that do will reveal the power of the throne of God. Throne room company, holy of holies company. Adding more people into holy of holies new covenant Christianity every day. The sanctification is so perfect that a lot of people are detested by it, clinging to their own life, clinging to their own religious pride. But there are people getting refined in fire seven times that will come together and produce the tent of meeting, and they will tabernacle. The tabernacle of David. Because each one is a man or woman after God's own heart. What does that mean? They're not after their own heart. This is about God's heart, God's spirit, God's plans, God's will, God's dreams, and God's cares. Cast your cares upon God because He cares for you. You know what you start to get addicted to? The things God cares about. Once you get all the deception out of you, 
thinking that you know something better than God. When we understand God knows better than us, and we start to see Him moving through us, through our new covenant plumbing, we start to constantly yield to the greater one in us and defeat the weaker one around us in the world. That's when the world begins to be added unto us with the greater power of God the Father and His angels against Satan and His angels in the earth dimension. The war is on earth. Satan the red dragon was thrown down to the earth and all of his angels with him. Meaning the only warfare you experience is in the natural surface of the earth dimension. You need to bring God the Father's throne and all his angel power into the earth dimension to have victory. And that's what the enemy is horrified about. A people that understand how to bring heaven to earth in the new covenant. Birthing it through their womb and not allowing anything they birthed to be devoured by the red dragon. Revelation chapter 12. The red dragon stood at the woman to devour what she was birthing because she was bringing heaven to earth. The creator of heaven. The God of heaven came through the woman's womb and Satan was there to devour everything God was bringing forth through the woman. And the woman represents your flesh, born of woman, born of flesh. Can we come to a place of birthing power where nothing is ever stolen again from us by the enemy? It takes us coming together corporately. God wants us to work as one. It's one bride with millions of people in this one bride that's birthing one person, Jesus Christ, and all His power and glory and angel armies are coming through us into the earth dimension to once and for all bring final judgment upon the fallen angels. That's the only thing you should be living for. Otherwise, your life is a lie. <laughs> what are you living for if it's not for the kingdom of heaven consuming the kingdom of hell? A total meaningless life. Repent and come into the meaning of the kingdom of heaven and partner with God the Father and His sons and daughters to war against the lies of Satan and his angels. Victory, or because she's standing in. 
joining the army of the Lord. Jesus told his disciples to consider the size of their army. Luke 14, 31. Have you ever heard of a commander who goes out to war without first sitting down with strategic planning to determine the strength of his army to win the war against a stronger opponent? Jesus was teaching strategic planning to determine the strength of his army. Do you realize every word that Jesus spoke was to strengthen his army? And when they woke up to his word, they caught the fire and began strengthening each other's hearts to strengthen the army of God the Father, his sons and daughters on earth. And the armies of God have been amassing by faith, hope, and love for thousands of years. It's the ever-increasing glory of the presence of the Lord by a people with revelation. A people that know him intimately through living words burning in their hearts. Seraphim Cole people. Seraphim Cole is experiencing the word. <laughs> Prophet Isaiah was clueless until the seraphim came and put the coal to his lips. Listen, every revelation is a fiery coal. We don't know anything about God or the kingdom until we're filled with fiery coals, which is treasures in jars of clay. Burning stones, gemstones, living truth. Guarding the treasures of the truth of the kingdom of heaven. To you has been given the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. <laughs> Do you store them in your spirit? as the most valuable treasures in the world. Yes, we do. <laughs> and we share these treasures in word form, which is the preaching and teaching of the kingdom of heaven 
into each other's hearts to strengthen the armies of the living God until people are so built up in the treasure house of their spirit with the preciousness of wisdom more valuable than rubies and emeralds that they can wage war against all the enemies of truth. That's what the kingdom of hell is. The kingdom of hell only operates through human beings by lies. The size of your army is the size of your revelation truth. How much treasure is in your rich treasury of glory? How much wisdom has built her seven pillars. Building the seven pillars is building the throne room of God the Father in your heart. So God can release armies of warring angels through your heart every day. That's how New Jerusalem gets built up. The Father releasing armies through your hearts and then bringing increase back into your soul every day. Amen? The kingdom of heaven has never advanced any other way than that. Amen. I was just saying when Brennan was saying that, uh, the difference between the faithful lovers of God and the sorcerers who come to steal just like he was saying how your angel armies are increased. The ones who take the revelation and use it for their own self, store it up in their brain as a treasure in their own mind and take credit for it and they take the glory into their own brain. That determines the size of their demon armies and the power that they operate in and their mantle they operate in as a sorcerer of demonic armies by stolen oil, stolen revelation. Yeah, that's exactly true. That's why Psalms 23 says he prepares a table in the presence of your enemies because your enemies want the revelation knowledge. They just will never obey God the Father with it. That's how the enemy also gets strong. And it can't be avoided. So that's why he says he causes the good and the bad to grow up together because they're both eating revelation. They're both eating the knowledge of the glory. It's just one is in spirit through the womb, birthing Jesus, the others in brain, serving themselves alone. So those are the children of Satan and the children of God, side by side in every glory community in the world. Truth anyhow. Jesus was growing both seed lines in his apostleship. And as he was growing the seed line of Satan, he always reminded him, one of you is the devil. Because that's the only way it can work, people. Because you have to deal with reality, people. The enemy can come and steal through sons and daughters, and God allows it. Don't let it bother you. The Father allowed the enemy's seed line to grow in Jesus Christ of Nazareth's perfect ministry and perfect apostleship. 
and he brought the seed of the evil one into maturity, which was death, hanging on a noose. And the apostle says that Judas went where he needed to go. You have to mature both seed lines. Because that's actually how you bring final judgment upon the seed line or the words of the religious demon. Let them feast with you. There's no rebuke of Psalms 23 eating in the presence of enemies. Let them eat the scraps off your table. You let them feast until their bellies explode like King Herod, whose belly and bowels exploded and worms ate his stomach. King Herod feasted on the glory of Christ in his first coming, but he never gave the Father any of the glory. It was always for self, and eventually he just exploded, because hell is an old wineskin. It's a container that can't contain the kingdom of heaven. So that the feasting on the same truth brings permanent destruction to hell and permanent liberation to heaven. The issue is, did you put it into your spirit, the new wineskin, or do you put it in your brain, the old wineskin? You put it in your brain, it will break and burst. It will literally kill you if you try to do the new covenant in the old covenant, which is external religion. We put the new covenant into a new wineskin, into our very spirit. Your spirit's translated out of darkness, into his glorious light and only the human spirit can contain the new covenant every other thing breaks burns and dies that tries to control it <laughs> i've got that scripture pulled up here i'd like to read it about herod and acts uh, 12 right after peter gets out of prison and when herod had looked for him and could not find him he placed the guards on trial and commanded that they should be led away to execution. Then Herod went down from Judea to Caesarea and stayed there. On an appointed day, Herod arrayed himself in his royal robes, took his seat upon his throne, and addressed an oration to them. And the assembled people shouted, It is the voice of God and not of man. And at once an angel of the Lord smote him and cut him down, because he did not give God the glory, the preeminence and kingly majesty that belonged to him as the supreme ruler. And he was eaten by worms and died. And when I was reading that uh, yesterday, or whenever that was, the his, his royal robes, I heard a small voice say, his royal grave robes <laughs> of the seed line of Aaron. Yeah. And interestingly enough, there was an interesting translation, an angel that came to visit Peter right before that happened. So Peter was kept in prison, but fervent prayer for him was persistently made by to God by the church the very night before Herod was about to bring him forth. Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, fastened with two chains, and sentries before the door were guarding the prison. And suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared, standing beside him, and a light shone in the place where he was. And the angel gently smote Peter on the side and awakened him, saying, Get up quickly, 
and the chains fell off his hands. And the messenger said to him, Gird yourself and bind on your sandals. And he did so. And he said to him, Put on your garment and follow me. Put on your garment, the royal robe that was given to Peter, who was in prison for the sake of Jesus Christ, was given the true royal garment. And then after that, when Herod looked for him, and he could not find him, <laughs> like he was invisible. Clothe yourself in the Lord Jesus Christ. Put on his radiant splendor, the garment of praise. Scripture talks about changing your clothes and that there's a new type of clothing or garment or mantling that's needed to enter the marriage supper of the Lamb. The wedding garments, do you know it's being clothed with the glory of your Father from the inside out? The one that got kicked out that was not wearing wedding clothes was simply a person that didn't know the Father in their heart was externally religious. You can't know God externally and enter the kingdom. The charismatic church has not learned that yet. You have to know him through your womb and birth the Son of God in power. You have to be a birther. You have to be a new covenant temple. And the internal clothes the external. Every garment that you need, putting on the armor of light, putting on the armor of God, putting on the glory of God, putting on faith and love, putting on His splendor as your very clothing, the bright, radiant love of the Father shining out of your heart. And your external man is clothed in celestial garments. There's a star clothing that's coming upon the bride. Revelation 12, she's wearing the crown of 12 stars. Corinthians talks about wearing the celestial garments. It's not heavenly garments and it's not earthly garments. It's the second heaven garments. That realm of the stars. It's putting on the stars. The stars never break orbit, Scripture says. And guess who they orbit around? Christ, the creator of the stars, in you. Psalm says, and Jesus named all the stars. When you know Jesus on the inside, you get celestial garments on the outside. The heavens become your clothing. And I tell you the truth, whoever rules the stars of the heavens as their clothing on earth, automatically has always ruled the earth. From sorcerers to sons and daughters, through celestial garments, the rulership of the world has been transfigured. Father, let each one receive star garments, celestial garments, by grace. You can't earn this stuff. Only God and his angels can do this to you as a gift of salvation, a gift of grace. 
Not one thing in the new covenant is earned or deserved. It's progressive, ever-increasing graces. <laughs> Receive the grace of your star garments. The star garments are also your favor with all men. That's the measure of the light that you get favor with people in the natural realm. The kings of old had a tremendous favor in the natural realm. For some reason, Christians just getting persecuted for thousands of years and are like poor people. That's because they don't have their star garments. You need to be clothed in your star garments. The Magi followed the star. They had star garments and came and brought kingly gifts to Jesus. Frankincense, myrrh, gold, caravans worth millions of dollars. Scholars say over $50 million was given by the kings. Kings give kingly gifts. How do you get so rich in the natural realm to give Jesus Christ $50 million? Star garments. These star garments are gifted to God's sons and daughters by grace. If you can receive it today. Now you have to have a purified heart. That's why the seven spirits of God are before his throne. You're not going to get star garments from God unless your heart's purified from idolatry. Because he's not going to ruin you because of your greed and covetousness. Your idolatry disqualifies you from star garments. Melt the idols in your heart. Get real with the Father. No other gods besides Him. And then all things in the world, star garments, are added unto you. Which is all the power and favor of the natural realm. You come into this level of power, spiritual and natural power, morning star and celestial star power, lording over the heavens and the earth, <laughs> power. It don't matter what anyone believes around you. That's the power over all flesh is the stars of the heavens. It's the animation of the very blood in your bones by the stars. You have power over the animal flesh, power over every star and every single cloud, every single tree, all the waters. The entire celestial realm of the celestial garment becomes a total rulership of the natural realm. Of all winds, waves obey you, clouds obey you, weather systems obey you. All blood is ruled by those wearing celestial garments. Let it be you today by those qualified by the holiness in their hearts. There will be no more manipulation in the natural realm by murderers. Cain killing Abel for power in the natural realm. That murder continues today in secret societies, in religion, 
in Satan's kingdom. When we get into holiness, God will give us all the power that gives us power over the evil one. Conquering the natural dimension, the final frontier for the bride of Christ. Power over all wealth, all gold, all silver. They belong to the Lord. They belong to the celestial garments. in the realm of the natural is in the celestial garments. Most people go in like thieves and robbers to get celestial garments without internal sanctification of the heart. Thieves and robbers. We get our heart perfected and purified so we can wear celestial garments given to us by God the Father so that no man could ever take it away. Those who have put on celestial garments through sorcery, who wear the stars, even the 50 stars of a U.S. flag, their political power through sorcery, will have it taken away because it was not given to them by God. I was watching you. That's why pay the price doing it right internally through sanctification of the heart, purification of the heart, is worth all the pain and sacrifice because then you get permanent reward that no man and no angel could ever take away from you. Serve God alone and no man. You never need to compromise. No matter how strict the training in righteousness of your heart is, it's always worth it because the power of the Father will come through you and fix whatever thing in the natural realm was bothering you. sounding excuses and finding scriptures to back it up. Obedience is better than sacrifice. And this is his command that we love one another just as Christ has loved us. So we can stand united as one under this banner of love in the canopy of the love angel. You've heard of being tarred and feathered? Well, be oiled and feathered. The tar of heaven. And let thousands of angel feathers feather you. Feather your tar. You know, that's really the ultimate armor that you're stepping into. The ultimate clothing. I mean, I don't want just the basic garments when we go into the marriage supper. 
you know, there will be different garments for every person depending on the relationship with God. There will be no two garments the same. How about you're wearing angel armies as your clothing? How about you're amassing angel armies waving banners that your table at the king's table, at the king's feast, has hundreds of thousands of angel armies behind you, guarding your back as you're feasting face to face with God. That's available today. That's what we war for. To know God that intimately that He entrusts us with armies to heal the nations. We know about the U.S. Army, the U.S. Marine Corps, the U.S. Navy. We have all these branches of military power. But there's no military power like the armies of God the Father's angels. Because they'll come down and influence every soul and take over every system, every economy, every mountain, every nation, tribe, and tongue. It's ultimate rulership when you get into angelic armies and angelic government. And that's what the bride is maturing into. That's the transfiguration of civilization. That's the metamorphosis you're going through in society right now. It's not about COVID-19 with the 99.999 survival rate. It's about the angel armies of the great I am, of the sons and daughters of the living God that have matured in spiritual stature to bring a different angelic government and remove the old angelic government of the fallen angels in every nation across the world. And you are deep, 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 deep already into that transformation of all civilization. And it's all based on your spiritual maturity or sanctification of your inner man. And the seven spirits of God come before His throne. And that's where almost all of you are at right now. I release the seven spirits of God into your wombs. Your spirit womb and the seven blazing torches before the throne Rise in your womb, cleanse your womb, cleanse your heart, and cleanse your mind. And let the Father and all his angel armies come after the purification of God's Holy Spirit working through you. In Jesus' name. Amen. So, not only will you have good angels over every human system where there's been bad angels, good principalities over every human system where there's been demonic principalities. But you'll have twice as many scripture promises. And there'll be a sevenfold release of blessings when the angelic government shifts from Satan to Jesus through the manifesting sons of God. And that is right where we are at. We are on the cusp of releasing the angelic government of the two-thirds who obey Jesus Christ in us and removing the fall from every human system, removing the giants from Canaan, the wicked and the serpent seed from our promised land, which is the new earth. What is your promised land, Bride of Christ? 
this planet demon free. And the only way you get your inheritance, this planet, without any evil spirits in it, is by amassing gigantic armies of warring angels of your Heavenly Father. That's why it's always been about spiritual maturity. Babies in Christ have one or two angels. They need to be around the mature ones who have armies. <laughs> and then they'll learn God's ways. They'll learn God's revelation. They'll learn how to feast, get their spirit strong, get their flesh weak. Amen? When your flesh is weak, your spirit's strong. Do a little fasting. It'll burn your spirit right in through your brain and transfigure your flesh and you begin wearing celestial garments. The angels will obey you to the measure of your clothing. What's your regalia? How many medals are on your chest? You know, all these things exist in heaven, on earth as it is in heaven. It's been here for centuries. All these types and shadows are in every government already. Now we're just going to remove all the thieves and God's sons and daughters will rule and reign. This is a transition through revival, awakening, and glory and angel armies into the rule and reign of the Bride of Christ. I believe the Bride of Christ rules and reigns angelically for hundreds of years before Jesus returns. That's why you got to pay the price to mature now, to be a part of that sainthood company that will rule and reign with him a thousand years. Well, he's fully here as the spirit of Jesus. When you begin to know him as the spirit of Jesus, that rainbow angel of Revelation 10, 1, do you realize when he physically returns, that's the end of your possibility of receiving any more rewards for eternity? You don't want him to return. You want to mature first so you can be more like him in spirit because when he returns, that's all you get for the rest of eternity. And most of you would be very discouraged by that. So it's a good thing that we have a long time to practice the new covenant as we come out of the bewitchment of false Christianity. <laughs> Building made by human hand false Christianity into true kingdom of heaven rulership in the dominion of angel armies and angelic government. Because then you will amass tremendous rewards. And that's the Father's plans for all of you. And you have plenty of time to do it. You are not late. Actually, those listening to me right now are on the front lines and are early. You're early. You're the first ones to receive this sonship activation. This ephod of the 12 tribes upon your breastplate of righteousness, the clothing of the high priest and the ability of angel armies. You're the first group of people to walk in this stuff since Adam. It's true. So you'll teach everyone. We're teaching teachers right now. And this will multiply through your hearts because it's the truth and it's backed up by God and all his angel armies. This is the true teachings of the kingdom of heaven that give you power over all the power of the enemy. And it will shift your city. It'll start with you individually, then your family. And I'm sure you'll be persecuted like crazy, just like we've been progressively more and more each year for 15 years. Until it just burns away. 
until they're just living inside your lake of anointing on fire. And they're just thrown into what your spirit is. And your legs are on fire. They're thrown in to the pool of God's anointing that you've drawn from to get so strong angelically. And even though all the natural man in itself righteousness has opposed all angelic productivity and angelic growth and true angelic spiritual nature of Christ, they will get the same judgment of the same sanctification you've gone through and then they'll understand. That's when you start to get honored by your 11 brothers that threw you into the pit last season. Holy crap, we didn't understand the level of sanctification of the seven spirits of God in order to bring the throne of angel armies out of our wombs. We were locked up in Freemason Christianity in the charismatic church, completely bewitched. I know. That's why you mistreated us. That's why we have so much grace to forgive all our enemies and pray for all those who mistreat us and slander us and say every kind of horrible lie against us. Because they're still influenced by religion. Cain and the seed line of Satan. And there will be pioneers of salvation that go before everyone in every city so they can burn in the same sanctification that's necessary to remove all demonic influence in the world. So, too bad for people that love demons. God's holy angel armies are here without number. It's the end of religion. It's the end of tradition. It's the end of church. And the beginning of the kingdom age. In Jesus' name. Partner with the pioneers of the kingdom age and be blessed as you do. We love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Love you guys.